Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Zero Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today I am so excited to have on a 23-year-old from Reading, England. His hockey journey has taken him to England, Sweden, USA, and Wales, a staple of the Bracknell Stingers and Drones, where he once had 67 points in 15 games played to become the English under-18 champion. Grew his hockey wings in Oribro, Sweden. Made Team Great Britain every age group possible since diapers. Being the captain, top player on the team, and was an under-20 or World Junior gold medalist and World Championship gold medalist. And with the Cardiff Devils, an EIHL playoff champion. And reminder, folks, he is only 23, which is somewhat concerning because he is another guy I don't really know, but has seen me naked. Welcome to the podcast, Samuel <laughs> Duggan. Thanks for having me, Wally. What an intro. What yeah, an intro. so thanks for doing this, uh, jumping in on my lunch hour. Yeah, love it. I love it. Sorry, it's going to have to be zero ales today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's still fun. Still look forward to it all day. I've been um, looking forward to this for a while, Wally. I know this we've is, been talking uh, about doing this highly, highly anticipated. <laughs> okay. So how we know each other, um, I guess we'll start with the, I guess the night we would have met and what I alluded to, right? Oh yeah. For the first time you met. There's me, only one, there's only naked. one place. There's only one place to start for half the guys that come on this podcast is <laughs> when did we see Wally naked? <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's, well there's the yeah the former team the, the current team the, a lot of people see me naked i guess <laughs> oh that's hilarious no you're welcome was, um, fellas you're welcome i know i know that was something special I, i've still got the video on my phone oh dear. i think pigsy i think pigsy was filming it from the mm. kitchen area in the room and i have the same I just video. every now and then I, I i i'm scrolling through my camera roll and it just pops up you <laughs> yeah sure you liked it. it you liked it that much <laughs> I loved you keep it. going back to look at I it loved you it. sicko <laughs> <laughs> oh it's hilarious honestly okay yeah no i just i don't know well went on you know it just <laughs> i felt like the boys needed it, you know, and oh, um, I guess uh, I heard you guys like had a tough weekend last weekend and made me think of uh, that night because I remember when I went over there, like, you know, you just hear when you start chit chatting with people like what it was like. And when I went over there before that night, it was like the fans have been critical. The guys are stressed out. Lordo's stressed out more than normal. And like everybody <laughs> seemed on edge. And I was like, huh, I better rip my 
jersey off and spray paint myself and the crowd and wave a flag so people realize that hockey should be fun you know <laughs> absolutely i think like like you said we had a real well we've we've been going through a little bit of a rough patch recently and last weekend was was a pretty low moment and i just think you need that sometimes you need that and, and it was actually a similar situation when you came for wally night it was we were struggling a little bit we weren't really performing how we uh how we'd want to and yeah, that just kind of breaks the ice. I was I, quite a funny thing about that night. I was we played in Manchester the night before, and there's rumblings that Wally's in town, right? And there was there's rumblings of these pregame shows, and I really banged up my wrist the night before. Like I went out for warm up against that game against Fife, and I can't grip my stick. Like I was in one. All I needed was a naked man running through the locker room to get me going. <laughs> it fired me up so bad. If you've never seen it before, it can really fire you up. I know the, the time I surprised the boys on an away trip, like five and a half hours away. Um, when I jumped out of a shower there, like, like they were fired up. When you see that video, if you've ever seen that one, ask Neil Francis. I'm pr- pretty sure he has oh, it, but um, to, you, you can see some of the boys jump a couple feet in the air, right? Like that. They're that excited. It's, you know, uh, but the other thing I was going to say is like, it's kind of like, uh, my uh, under 11 team, not to bring them up again, but like we started 0-3 and it takes losing a few games to appreciate winning again. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I think sometimes you need to go through moments like this as a team. We've got such a new group as well. Um, you need to go through tough moments, a bit of adversity to, to really kind of find out what you're about and grow as a group. So I, I think this is a huge, huge weekend coming up. We've got Guildford on tomorrow and then massive game on Sunday again with Sheffield away so yeah we'll um we're right in the ship right now we all we're all aware of of that it's not been good enough the last week or two so uh yeah I think it's going to be a a good weekend coming for us I I I when you talk about it I remember those days man like when you have a tough weekend and the whole week sucks and like you go to practice yep. and everybody's so intense at practice cuz everybody cares oh, so yeah. much <laughs> and uh, then there's like the weeks where you've won like six in a row and everybody shows up like just smiling and just loving life and like there, yeah. there's there's like there's totally different days in the hockey life isn't there For sure for sure I think and that's that's thing that's things that a lot of people don't see maybe fans and you know it's a it's a seven day a week thing it's not just a saturday sunday thing we prepare all week and And like 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 food tastes better when you're winning like everything's better and like everything's you just wear it all day right you wear like if you lose two games on a weekend you wear it all week you just walk around a little differently around town right hundred percent hundred percent it's uh nothing's as good as when nothing's as good when you're not winning so we've had a little taste of that this past week we we got after it in practice and yeah we're ready to get back on the on the horse okay well back on track here other reasons yep. why we know each other is uh evan mosey three-time potter oh, and then reds yeah. episode 83 reds, those yeah. are two of your good buddies eh good friends good friends i love both of those guys it's sad to see mosey and orange this year and i'm not sure i like that um but yeah no I, just two guys that i got really close with in my first two years i lived with reds for the for the two years and the boys called him my dad he would he would look after me he uh he cooked and 
sort of show me the ropes a little bit. That's um, actually one of uh, the random questions I have for you is, um, has your cooking improved at all now that you're not living with reds? So it's funny, right? So I'm actually living with another Wally this year, um, Josh Waller. Uh, I'm living with him and his girlfriend. And I think I just get lucky with the roommates because his girlfriend cooks every day for us. <laughs> So, so you're living with a couple, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm living with Wally and his his girl Annie. So uh, yeah, no, it's been great so far. I'm, how I'm many, not going to complain. How many people are living together compared to having their own places these days? Um, <clears throat> who has? Uh, most guys are paired up. Um, I've known Wally for since I was, you know, under ten. So we're really close buddies. So I heard he's um, some hot shit coming up in the UK world, isn't he? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's a talented, talented player. He's um he's had a really good start to the year. He's he's um yeah how, special how, special. How, talent. how tall is he? He is. I'm not too sure. Five ten maybe. Five ten, but flies around the ice like just buzzes around. Eh? Just buzzes. Yeah, yeah. No, he's uh. I, I think this is gonna be his breakout year. You know, he's had such a good start and. Just a good guy to to have around. It's, it's nice for me as well, like having a another younger guy to kind of yeah battle with and and well, and it's just ha- of- yeah. Like I re- I know what you mean, especially looking back on it. When you play on teams where you have guys that are in the same uh, part of life, like there's different stages. Mm-hmm. When there's family 100%. guys, that like it's fun to have other families around. But if you're a single guy, it's fun to have other single guys around. If you're yep. just like have young kids, it's you want that around, and you'd want some young bucks to hit the town with too, right? Oh yeah, I think we, me and me and me and McNally are the two single guys this year. So uh, two single guys on a whole two single professional guys. hockey team, eh? Yeah, games yeah, changed. We're a family orientated games club, changed. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's nice. It, it, it's we've got a good group this year. We got a nice mix. We got a little bit younger from the from previous years. So uh, yeah, no, I, I I I love it in Cardiff too. Like. What a city and what a team to play So what for. area town do you live in? I'm in the city center. Are you? You're uh, yeah, you're so, with by you O'Connor? I'm in the same building as Benny, yeah. Same right. building as Benny. So we've got, um, there's about seven of us in this building. Um, so that's a, that's a night. Jeepers. It's not good for the bank account because it's so easy to just go out for lunch and dinner. Right. Like I'd say I'm either eating lunch or dinner out every day. <laughs> pretty yeah, much there's a moment. lot of options right there isn't there <laughs> yeah so uh it's um but no i loved it i i've lived right by the rink the last two years and it was nice to just walk to the rink but i much prefer being in the center of it all kind of oh yeah i struck i struggle with fomo too so all i need to do is sleep with the door the window open so you i can s- hear you stuff have trouble with what <laughs> fomo you never heard of fomo what's a fomo <laughs> fear of missing out Oh, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> that must be new kid slang. <laughs> no, no, yeah. So on, on some evenings, I'm just chilling out in bed. I can still hear stuff going on. I have I that. I if that's a thing, if FOMO's a thing, I have that worse than anybody. Oh, yeah. Why do you oh, think yeah. I woke up Hendo 
after every night out to find out what went on the night before because I had little kids and I'm doing the school and it would be like 7 a.m. on on Monday morning and I would go wake them up with my kids to find out if there's any cool stories. Tell, tell me everything. <laughs> tell, tell me, me what happened. God, I miss it so much. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, I'm... Um... I uh, have a little bit of that myself too. So even if it's just going for coffee with the guys, I don't like to miss out, miss out on anything, you know? Okay. Next question then. If uh, Next question. Yeah. Is uh, you have a morning alarm routine? <laughs> this one's definitely coming to red from red, say. I don't know. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. oh dear. Stop. Here we go. You don't even have it propped up right. There you go. I do. So um, I heard I heard that um, you have a hard time showing up to work on time. No, 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 no. No. Let me. I want to tell this part of the story. Okay. So there were a couple times in my first couple years where I might have overslept my alarm. Um, in trying to write that wrong i have now got into the routine of setting multiple alarms <laughs> i'm talking i'm talking if i'm getting up at 7 30 7 32 like but why are you giving it's... yourself that that period you should be doing it earlier and then 7 30 should mean? be the last one you should be starting at 7 15 oh, and I... going 7 17 7 19 what are you doing starting at 7 30 if you want to get up at 7 30 <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. If I need to be up by 7:45, my you first drive me nuts. Seven, yeah. My first alarm's going off at 7. You got roommates, and they're probably sitting in the car waiting for you. God, you'd piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I came on here to get ripped, Wally. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just letting you know I'm impatient. You know. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But to be fair, that is one thing I have really like tightened up on the last year. I haven't overslept <laughs> once this year. That's good. Um, uh, those pictures yeah, no, I were set with you sleeping everywhere were <laughs> pretty funny. So <laughs> I like a, I like a midday nap too. And the boys would so always do I. rip Everybody me. Everybody does. Who doesn't? The boys the boys would always rip me because I was like, I like sleeping on the floor because it's just good for my back. Like it's like nice on the back. So I would just I would, and we had the worst sofas as well where I was living with Reds. Like you couldn't get you comfy. didn't have they were beds. Way too small. You didn't have beds. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not a bed napper. I can't. I can't nap in bed. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you not get no. into bed and get comfortable? Because if my bed is for nighttime, like so, you just don't want to enjoy the nap. I want to. Yeah, I, I love a sofa nap. No, you I, I I sometimes get in the bed, enjoy the it, man. <laughs> get right into it. Have a nap. You're, that's coming from the guy with kids. Eh? Like I don't get to nap anymore. You can, when you still you can, can nap, you better get in bed and enjoy that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, okay. I, I, I'll, I'll have a I'll have a bedtime nap on on game day, but uh, during the week, I'll just either I'll hit hit up the sofa or or, or maybe sprawl out on the floor. So I, what I get to do now is they're called droolers. You just get to fall asleep just until you're about to start drooling. And then you snap back into things. It's like eight to 10 minutes and then you're back at it and you just keep going. Oh, yeah. That's what and I And then do. you get, you get your, your little boys or little girls hammer fist right in your forehead or something. Oh, no, no. <laughs> this is like just whenever you get a second, just sorry, guys, I need 10 minutes. And then I'll go, I'll go into the bed for the 10 minute or I'm going to enjoy my 10 minutes. I don't know what you're doing sleeping on couches, but 
anyways, <laughs> moving on. Uh, last random question before we get into all this. There's one more. What's all the story right. about losing your keys at the Doug and Mosey family meal? Oh, that was, yeah, that was also quite a moment. So first of all, Mose would just harp on about me. He was harping on to me for months about how he was going to buy this camper van. I don't actually know if he spoke about it on the pod. No, I don't think so. Don't okay, so if you have vans. him if you have him on again, you have to ask him about his obsession and love with camper vans. So you know what he's like too. He just doesn't stop talking. So every day for about a month, he'd come up to me and be like, Dougie, 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 camper van, camper van. And I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. Like he come up to me one day. He's like, there's one in uh there's one for show in in I forget where it was, Twyford, which is like an area that's 20 minutes away from my parents' house. So he was like, you got it. I'm, I'm driving. I'm driving there. Like I'm going to drive. It was like a two hour drive. He was like, I'm going to go look at this camper van. So me and him get on the road one day after practice and we just go and check out this camper van. And then it dawned on me when we're on our way there. I was like, why don't we just stop off at my parents' house for, for some food? So we go check out the camper van. Of course, he's all talk. He doesn't pull the trigger on it. He doesn't buy it. Oh dear! I thought I thought we he took me with him because he thought he might be driving back a camper. So he wanted this was, to be tr- cruising the countryside, then checking out the yeah, state. Yeah, like he, he had all these ideas of what he was going to do with his camper van. Perhaps um, living it. Maybe the team doesn't have to pay for an apartment. So that was a genuine request. He went to Katrina. Our <laughs> you must, Katrina was here, right? When oh were, yeah, yeah, yeah. So kitty cat, I like to call her. Um, <laughs> Katrina, she she would, uh, yeah, he would go into her office and be like, Katrina, like, I'm buying a camper van and I'm going to live in the in the car park. Like, I don't need an apartment next year. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had, like, the funniest image in my head of, like, showing up to the rink in the morning. And Mozi's in the parking lot brushing his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. Oh, so anyway. uh, speaking of Katrina, the the one thing I always think of now, just because I live here now, and the only thing I really see is any social media about the Devils was her on that scooter going through the oh, front door and then falling on her face. That's funny stuff. <laughs> Do you know what's the best thing about that video is the noise she makes that guttural, like <laughs> winded. <laughs> But yeah. Oh, it's unreal. Uh, so we're, we're on our way to see this camper van and we stop off at my parents and we have a really nice evening, whatever. And we're about to shoot off. It's around about eight o'clock and I can't find my keys anywhere. <laughs> and uh, to be honest, like, it's not that great of a story. Like I've had some other funny travel stories that I could get into with flights, like almost missing flights and stuff. But I got like, some of those too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like he's, Mose was like, hold on, wait, well, how did this, uh, I'm going to have to, you should have given me a heads up because I would have. Well, I don't know. This is, this is just random questions that get filtered to me. I don't know what they're about. I don't know what it is. Um, but the one thing I do want to do is have you read and Mosey on because like, that would for, be a good one for me. I just like, I don't know. I'm a devil's fan, right? Obviously people know that. <laughs> Right. Cause yeah. like they oh, yeah. help me through stuff and then have me over. And then that's why I have this podcast, but like 
when I see like Twitter, I see like pictures of like what's going on over there. Like you could tell that the three of you were like just good teammates that would like, you guys just wanted oh, yeah. to win and we're just having fun. Right. Yeah, for sure. And that's one thing that we always hockey to do to play hockey as your job is, is something I think I try and remind myself of every day. It's like, it's, supposed to it's be the fun. best, right. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Right. And, and, and the, the biggest, and I'm, I know I've heard you speak about it in the past, like the best thing about hockey and, and doing what we love is the people you meet. It's the relationships and the bonds you make with the teammates. And that's something like I grew up with two older brothers and uh, that was drilled into me pretty, pretty young, I think, was just to appreciate the boys and appreciate your teammates um, first and foremost. Um that's and, and yeah, about. that's that's something I've I've always taken with me, kind of thing. And if that means being a goof and you know, yeah, running around naked, then that's that's, that's <laughs> whatever what's it happen. is to get a smile on the boys' faces, right? <laughs> that's it, and that's that's what I live for. So uh, me too. You know, it's uh, it's 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 a good. That's something I try and I try and remind that, myself. That's of literally like what makes my heart like want to explode when I talk about what we're doing is like oh yeah how it's brought all my friends together again like not just me talking but like mm -hmm. them all talking about what we're doing or what we're talking about and like you know we'll come on but then reds is going to text you about this mosey's going to text you about this and then all oh, of a sudden yeah. it gets everybody talking again and like <laughs> this part of my life was dormant for like half a decade right and now everybody's yeah. talking again and it's like holy shit i'm I'm that guy again. <laughs> yep. Yep. I know that's, that's what it's all about. Like, like you said, it's getting people together and, and having a laugh too. There's obviously a job involved and the, uh, a serious side to everything, but you have to enjoy those moments too, for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. Back on track now. Yeah. So I we... couldn't, I couldn't really, uh, don't remember worry about the ending it. It doesn't that, even matter. That story yeah whatever. i lost my keys basically yeah you lost your keys and you couldn't leave so then, then you finally then found we, them and then you left okay but we found we found them in this crazy plot spot i remember like you we'll have to ask mosey when we do the three he three obviously remembers because, it <laughs> yeah he remembers it and and he he will tell it way better than i do holy moly we already answered all these parts of my notes i had where and what are you doing now got that if you're in your own place where it is and who you play this weekend we covered that oh, yeah. um and then i had wrote down long week which you guys would have had a long week and you guys are just itching to play again i know i know yeah. how it is you can't wait to yes. get back on the saddle when that shit happens right exactly exactly god it's a long week okay moving on you guys would wish you'd be playing now instead of tomorrow but um growing yeah, up in reading is that where you grew up or is that where you're born um so i was born in born in reading um and lived Reading's like quite a big town kind of thing. I live just outside it. So uh, it was the nearest big town to me. So how do you get uh, into ice hockey? So, but again, like brothers are quite a bit older than me. So 12 and eight years difference. Um, so they were already kind of playing by the time they, they got into it through the, the mighty ducks. They were playing oh, in lines. Nice. And then so they're like my the, age. Oh, how old? Yeah. What years? Ben Ben's born eighty six and Tom's born ninety. So okay, yeah, I'm in eighty three. Mighty was, Ducks was a big deal. Yeah, so they they kind of got into it through that, and uh, were playing by the time I was born. 
and I was just always at the rink. My mum thought I was going to be born at the rink. It was because they were running around all over the place with my brothers. Um, and uh, yeah, just born into it. I loved it from the word go. And um, so, how far away up. is the, how far away is like the minor hockey there? Does Reading have minor hockey? No. So that's the funny thing, right? So up until I was, I think. 11 my parents would drive me two or three times a week you know 45 minutes to an hour to practice uh dad would get up at 4 30 in the morning on a sunday four o'clock um to drive me to guildford um that's where i played my like under 10s and then i moved to bracknell which was a lot closer they had like a pretty solid junior setup did you guys Um, move for you to play hockey no, no, no. Like we stayed in the same spot, but oh. my brother actually was at Guildford. So I just kind of, they, you, you know, uh, you know, the name Pellini, so like Brendan's he, he's in uh, Edmonton right now. Brett, he's in, I think he's had like a good pro career, but he's in uh, Norway at the moment. We're like family friends with them. Okay. So I know Fred, that last name. Yeah. Yeah. Fred was, um, Fred Pellini was my brother's coach and I kind of got coached by him in my under tens as well. He was kind of played in the NHL. He was kind of a big deal over here. So, um, we always just stuck with Guildford and then he, that the family ended up moving back home to, to, to Canada. So, um, that's why I made the move to Bracknell. It seemed to be like the best. So how far away is that from, Oh. about 20 minutes it was about 20 oh that's minutes. it so it wasn't yeah it wasn't too bad um no nothing at all really um, uh, so it was that's when you had 67 points in 15 games one season eh? yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's the thing with with junior hockey in in the uk is that's why i had to get away too like the comp unfortunately i think it's it's better now but when i was coming through the comp the, the depth of competition wasn't you know great it was we were winning games 40 nothing kind of thing i remember i had 11 goals one game it was, it was that sounds fun crazy. sounds like a great time yeah. for the other team and your team sounds just like a hoot yeah so i mean it was uh my brother ended up moving away when he was 14 um he played at shaddock for four years um and then i always knew like coming through the the british system that if i wanted to sort of develop shaddock's more more. like saint mary's like where's yeah that? yeah shaddock's and mary's in minnesota that's in minnesota so, okay yeah so um i i kind of knew by watching what he did and in, in his path how does that happen to... how does he end up there <laughs> you know what i don't actually don't actually and then where did the he take hockey there. from there did he go anywhere after that so he played uh like bantam under 14s and then under 16s then he played prep there he played with some you know guys that went up like it's a top school in in the states right um and then he he just he kind of uh wanted to he'd been away since 14 he was 14 so he wanted to come back and he he went to school here he played in like the second league here uh, until he stopped playing when he was 29 and work commitments took over um, but he was a very talented player too. So he my did brother. play for a while. He played till he was 29. Yeah. Yeah. 28, 29 around then. So, um, but I don't actually. I, so then here's he, my question. Then if he went there, how do you end up in a rebro Sweden? Sweden. Yeah. So I, uh, 
You I, scored I eleven like goals, no... and some Swede was in the crowd, or what? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny, actually. Is as a fifteen-year-old, as a fifteen-year-old, I made the under the GB under twenties team. Okay, so, no, sorry, I have all that down too in my notes. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but this is how like the whole Sweden thing came about. Is how old were you? Fifteen. Yeah, you made the under eighteen team three years. Yeah, and, I, and I the under twenty team four years. And I was, it would have been five, but I was injured for one of them. <laughs> so I got injured when I was in Sweden. So I would have played like eight years, eight, eight tournaments, I think. So it would have been like 50 plus games. But Jeez. Yeah, I almost made yeah. a Canadian squad once. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Actually, I did the play same. for them in roller hockey. So, ha. <laughs> there you go. Wheeling around. <laughs> no, yeah. So I, I knew, I knew go, like growing up, I wanted to get away to whether it was North America or Europe I didn't I wasn't too sure and and I it was either at 14 or 16 years old you know, kind of need to move away here my brother went before because there's a thing called GCSEs here which is like with school um you start them when you're like 15 so you either need to go before or after so I chose to go after I didn't feel quite ready when I was 14 um and then yeah I you're leaving I home at that. 14 well, I, I left home at 16. My brother left home at 14. 14's early. 16's 14. more normal in the hockey world, I'd say. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, how that all came about, I we were trying to get in touch with as many people as we could, just kind of putting, putting my name out there as, as, as best we could. Wanting your and, shit out uh, there, eh? Yeah. Exactly. And sending Do you have like a, like a family and, agent or what is it? Like or... I didn't, so I didn't at the time. But we were speaking to Kitchener in the OHL. Well, we Ooh, got you'd be right by me, with... right by me then. Yeah, so I spoke to their. Um, I don't know who I can't remember who it was, but w- through a connection we know here, a guy called Mark Beggs, and um, it, I don't know if it was their GM or their coach, but basically they came back and said, "Look, we we can't take a risk on a kid from from the UK <laughs> who's yeah. sixteen years old." You know, which is, we kind of knew we, we're not delusional, right? And I wouldn't have been ready to play at that level at that age anyway. But he basically said, I can put you in contact with an agent, an advisor that looks after a lot of our European guys that come over here. And uh, we got in contact with him and he's, it was, who ended up being my kind of advisor for the next four years when I was in Sweden. And he I went and skated with him for a week. He runs a, a, a camp for his clients out of Stockholm. So it's kind of almost like a little exposure trip for me. Um, and then he wrote down six teams at the end of the week. He felt I was good enough to play in, in that Swedish league. And one of those teams kind of took his word in terms of they trusted his his judgment that I, I would be a good player for him and this guy yeah, seems up, like a good guy and a, a guy that oh, knows his hockey stuff eh yeah they 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 honestly I I wouldn't have been able to get out there if it wasn't if it wasn't for them and what they they did for me I, I'm forever like thankful for for the effort they put this in is the Kitchener and, Rangers no, 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 no. This was, this isn't, this is that anything agent. to do with them. This is that agent guy that kind of, I think, so Landeskog was at, they have Landeskog, right? Who was a Swede. Um, and like this agency took care of him. So like this GM kind of got back to us, which was a lot, of, a lot of people just didn't probably saw an email from a, 
from an English kid or an English family and thought and just pass going, on. Yeah. Let's go straight, straight in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they, they were, they were good enough to, to get back to me and, and kind of steer you in the right direction. Steer. Yeah, exactly. Said, sorry, we can't help out, but we can maybe put you in contact with a guy that That's could. Cool. And, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was Peter in, in Sweden, Peter and Martin who ended up being my, uh, my agent for the next four years. Cool. Well, um, so what is it like then moving away from uh, the UK to Sweden at that age? It was, it was unreal. I honestly love, love how much do you skate when you're, you're moving to Sweden to like basically play hockey and are you going to Swedish school? Or are you still doing school? What are you doing? Yeah. So I, I was, I studied from distance when I was out there. Um, and then that is so just 2021, man. Yeah. So that was, I, I wasn't going to any like in class kind of school. Um, what grade are you then, What are you in? Or is it different over yeah. there? Do you guys even have grades? It's different. Like yeah. It's different. I so even, I finished, we'll I finished like my high, finished my high school effectively in the UK. Um, I finished my high school and then you go on to like, university or or a levels or college um but i'd finished my high school in the uk so i was basically studying playing additional hockey. yeah pretty much and then a study and additional additional courses along the way as well um because my original plan was to go do the college route um but uh yeah so ended up in sweden and it's basically how they set it up there for their like under 18 and under 20 it's like a pro lifestyle like we were given an apartment like guys live by themselves from 16 you didn't have like billets uh, nope 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 my, so my why were you moved. such a bad cook then when you're living with reds or you you just tricked them into cooking <laughs> i can you know what i i said this the whole time i was living with reds i can cook i have no problem in cooking but he would just do it and just and he, he liked it. i think he loved it i think he loved doing it actually he liked looking after me <laughs> um i would do the dishes though so it was a good deal no okay, so, maybe um, that's why he's going to be a good coach eh? <laughs> exactly exactly no yeah so he uh we i my mom lived uh moved with me for the first i want to say year almost yeah and then i moved out your mama in, moved to sweden with you for a year yeah so, so had she been working was, she, or yeah, so she was working in in um, in the UK, but the, her company kind of let her work remotely. She would go back for work at times, um, which which is great that, too. That is great like it, that her job did that for her, and it, it kind of made the whole process easier on me as a sixteen-year-old. Kind of, I didn't have to worry about. I could just focus on my hockey and and making new friends, and and then can you I speak kinda, Swedish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fluent in Swedish. Say something. So, uh, well, nobody spoke Swedish on here before. Well, uh, say yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> really? Eh? You even sound yeah. like you don't even have an accent then. <laughs> no, yeah. So that was another thing that like was able to pick that up from just kind of being around it. I just kind of was listening. And I'd ask questions and. That's how I learned German up. was just listening and like yeah. being around it and being around the guys and like living there, right? Like you live there long enough, but you were, you, so you were there four years, but you like 
those are big years. You're still, your brain was still developing. My, mine's oh, been yeah. a mess when I got to Germany. <laughs> There's no saving her. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it, it took me probably two years to start speaking it like comfortably. And my last two years were, I'd pretty much only speak Swedish when I was there. So um, yeah, mum, like, and mum and moving with me and then dad had to stay behind with work and, and my granddad was actually sick at the time. So it was kind of like a bit, he was coming back and forth. Um, and then after my first year, I moved in with one of the boys in the team and mum went home. And so from and 17, you're 17 to, living on your yeah, own, eh? Yeah. And we had an apartment right in the city. And I don't uh, know if I'd be the, able to handle that. <laughs> <laughs> it was but no, so I guess, you know what, that's about when I go to university and we live in the dorm. So I guess, yeah, it's not exactly. that far off. Yeah, exactly. So we, we had a, we had such a fun time though. He's still the guy I live with Glenn. He's my best buddy still to this day. Where's he, where's well, he know, from? He's from stock. He was from Stockholm. And then, and we played together for the. So these the, Swedes would come to like. So how does it work? Are they signing you to like a deal that you're like? How do you get an apartment? Are they paying for it? Yeah, yeah. So actually, that's for you like to play I, basically junior hockey, I guess, right? So it's the same yeah. as in Canada, really. It's the same as like major junior, pretty much. Um, same kind of deal, I guess. I, I mean, I'm not too sure how it works over there, but yeah, um, that's yeah, cool. they were you paying went that path, and that yeah. And like to be honest, like it was it was so good for like my development as a hockey player. Like they focus so much on their skills, as I'm sure you know, in those Scandinavian countries, like skating, puck handling, shooting. Well, like, when I was looking stuff when I was looking stuff up like to teach the kids, right? And like you, you yeah. YouTube some stuff or whatever, like there's drills out there like from Finland or Sweden that like like the stick handling drills and the skill drills they're doing are like, they're so much better than what we're doing around here. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. And and it was such a good environment. Like they, they train hard there too. Like I remember that was, I would they're always, into it. I worked, yeah, I worked out from a pretty early age with just having two older brothers and being Wee around you. them. But, <laughs> but then I got there and it was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, that's like when i got to university man like as soon as we got to western michigan university and like these people were lifting crazy amounts of weight and like the guys that were like four or five years older than you had been there three years and were just gigantic and you're like oh my god i'm playing hockey with these people (laughs) you'd be with skill though eh? well you just had to adapt (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah so like the four years there was just I, I still look back at times and just smile because we had so much fun like, and were you a good team then but okay yeah. that's one question sorry one year you play j18 elite j18 mm-hmm. alsvenskin and j20 super elite so you play on three different teams in a year well so that j18 elite and alsvenskin they're the same team but so how they do it in Sweden is like before Christmas, you play within your division, um, 10 teams within your division. And then if you finish in the top five, you then go to the Alsvenskan after Christmas, is, which is basically the better teams your, of like the top five teams from each division all over the country. And how many divisions so, are we talking? Uh, four. So North, South, East, West. I don't know um, so much about Sweden soon if I keep asking questions. I, know, I don't know it, anything about this. This is fun. That's fun. 
and that's just one league, right? It just puts into perspective how many teams and how much hockey there is in in people in a, have no clue, right? Like the people country, in Canada that think that like their kids are good and stuff. Like there are so many kids playing hockey out there. Oh, so many! And for a country that only has nine million people, um, the the product they get out of that place is just unbelievable. Like I played against some kids, tall, that, blonde, good looking. <laughs> Good Assholes, great. Right? God, <laughs> Swedish. There, but like every when you talk around like Swedes, everybody says they're like the best teammates and the best guys. In the oh yeah, and like kind of like a little bit more reserved when you first meet them, yeah. which is not I a might bad not way to fit be. in there. <laughs> no, it's funny, right? Because they always like I was the crazy Brit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but like I was, I don't know, I, I just seem to to fit in fit in, in with them fit um, in with them and they would get a you know pretty crazy too and I it's like the I, first I time i got in. it's like the first time i got naked in front of the fellows in germany and gave <laughs> the boys a flex and the coach walked in and like i'm like well this is a lot for everybody to handle but like they all laughed and thought it was great so then then you know you're in right <laughs> exactly exactly oh i yeah, had something no. else to say um oh other cool thing that you did because you are the crazy Brit that was there, where you were the captain of your team by your second year in Sweden. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, that was a really, yeah, cool moment. Um, kind of yeah, was like that, that year you're an I outsider was... and they made you a captain. That's, that's yeah. cool, dude. Yeah. Very cool. I think that I had a, I had a really good relationship with, with the coach and I'm quite a vocal guy around the room and during games and stuff. And that's something that, I think maybe you were just being yourself. Yeah. That's not, that's not something I try and, I actually have been told, I don't think I realize how much I do talk and how loud I am in games and stuff and in the room. Um, So, yeah, I think he just liked that vocal side and, uh, and kind of, uh, I just tried to be myself, like you said. And yeah, he, he, he gave that to me in my second year there, which was huge. It was, um, yeah, pretty big privilege to, oh, no, to be cool. able to be the captain in a in a foreign country. You know, after my after my first year. So, and you're not yeah, seen no, speaking was... Swedish at that point. No, I wasn't. I was because no. in Germany, like the really mainly usually the the Canadians that would become captains, or at least for mm-hmm. extended periods, are the ones that like were fluent in German, right? Yeah, because yeah. then you're so, doing the media stuff, you're doing that yeah. stuff, but like, yeah, that's I guess you don't really have to worry about that. In, in not, junior, an, right? not, not in junior, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> you're allowed to not speak the language then. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and that was that was a wicked year. Like, I kind of was up and I had like quite a few games in the under 20 league, which is you know where I ended up playing my last two years and just fun hockey, man. Like, so okay, well, now so I skilled. now my brain's kicked into gear. We're going off notes now because <laughs> now right, I'm curious, okay? So <laughs> when you're growing up there, you're saying, what, fit 16 to 20? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I I kind of lived in Canada for a bit of that. I've been high school around here. I've been then. I've lived in the USA. I know what it's like around there. What's it like growing mm-hmm. up in Sweden at that age? Like on uh, you play, say, Friday, Saturday, are the boys yeah. getting after it Saturday night or what are we doing? Yeah, we had we had our fun. Um, we being be, you know what? To be fair, like the Swedes, like they're pretty st- straight arrow. Like yes, 
it's they follow, uh, they're good people that follow the rules and like make good absolutely, decisions right <laughs> absolutely yeah. so i mean but once once we got to 18 you know we could start going out and and we had a lot of fun there was we were known kind of around the around the city we got into some good good spots and how big is the which city was this it was like 150 160,000 okay so you could get away with some stuff without being noticed oh yeah 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 it wasn't and and like to be honest you're like a junior like we were in the same setup as like the SHL team right so like if anyone was going to get noticed it was definitely wasn't us right yeah but uh i think like we we uh we had some we had some really good times like just different house parties and right. parties at, at guys apartments and then there was a really good like a couple good bars out in town and it was a student town too right so it was always buzzing on oh like dear a, yeah a student friday. towns are always the best towns yeah friday and saturday night um so yeah we uh we had some really good times i've i had a i got a funny story about we had a we had an end of year party with it was my last my my third year so we were like 18 we were out at the bar and we went back to this one of this guy's houses and my my roommate Glenn, who was like he's a pretty straight arrow, like but we had fun when when the time was right. And it's one of his first times drinking, kind of more than maybe four or five beers. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, I, yes, getting after it, you'd say getting in one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, he was he was in one pretty good. And uh, I'm in the front room. There's this beer pong going on. And he's on the sofa and he's just like spaced out, right? And I just see the old, you know, the old yak, but don't let it out the mouth. Mm. So he's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, I have to literally like drag him by the collar of the <laughs> collar of the shirt over to the like a toilet, right? Toilet. <laughs> one of the one of the boys are already being sick in there. So I had to drag him to the sink. He throws up all over the sink. He's going to, ha- I mean, I don't think he'll hear this, but he would hate it if I would tell him this. I'll tell He's a story a about myself. Too. I'll tell a story about myself after this one. And um, <laughs> then he'll feel better about himself. Okay. <laughs> he's a, he's a big boy, right? So he's, I'd say he's probably five ten two ten. you know? So he's like a, he trucks guys basically <laughs> and like it, it ended up i had to like john cena carry him like oh, over dear. my shoulder and i like i i'd been drinking too right yeah back through the city get him all home. the way to our apartment get him home tuck him up in bed up we get to like That's, those are exhausting nights eh yeah so a couple of days later we had like a meeting like our end of year meeting with the coach and our assistant coach is in there and he goes he goes, you have, you have a workout on, on Friday night? I was like, what? He was like, yeah, it, I heard you were carrying pretty heavy weight through the through the center of the city. Turns out he was in a bar. <laughs> and watched right? you guys go down coach, the street. Watched, watched <laughs> me with Glenn on his shot. And, and you know what he said? He was like, that's a teammate. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. He was, like, he was like, I love it. It's true, though. It's true. Yeah. People have helped so, me in vulnerable uh, positions too. <laughs> oh yeah, um, to, no, but so my story there for the, the 
throwing up there. I that just brought back a very bad memory, but I'll just tell it because I don't care anymore what anybody thinks of me. You know, I am who I am. <laughs> uh, Western Michigan University, we used to have some serious parties. We used to really do it. We used to really get after it. And um, we were having a keg party. And I don't know, you, yep. you heard of a keg stand, right? Where you go upside down. Like you're and, upside down. Yeah. yeah and yeah. they put the hose in your mouth, right? Well, I'm not a great chugger, folks. I'm more of a sipper. Um, when they did that in the middle of my living room, I couldn't, uh, contain myself And that, that summer, this was a spring, this is in the middle of summer or whatever, when we're taking summer courses and we're not hockey players, we got two TVs yeah. set up for video gaming and whatnot. And they're the two big screens in the middle of the living room. I do a keg, get Dan right beside them. Doesn't go down right at all. And I try to hold it back with my hand. I try to hold it back. <laughs> And it went Coming out your nose. it went both ways and hit both TVs. <laughs> I sprayed both TVs <laughs> with puke. <laughs> oh, Sorry, bad. fellas, I didn't mean to. <laughs> that's what happens when you get me upside down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try and make me drink upside down. See what happens. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Sorry. Moving on. So a lot of the, uh, how often do you guys skate then if you're doing that is it like one day off a week like pro type thing um we would we would skate yeah so we would normally play and you're on two um, different teams you're on under 20 and under 18 so do you gotta do both practices because i know the germans like doing that to kids no so we wouldn't have to do that basically you would know kind of say if you played saturday sunday with the 20s you would you would practice with them until you got told you were going back to the under 18s for a game or something or you know so it was whoever you were playing with basically you would practice with um and we would practice we'd normally we'd have saturday sunday games mostly and then you'd mix in a wednesday game too every now and then um but we would have monday off and then we'd practice well no we would play friday saturday sorry my apologies um sunday off Mondays we would have two. We'd have a morning practice and, a, and an afternoon practice. Morning would be like a skills practice. And then we'd come back and a, a workout would be in the middle of that. And then some, uh, Tuesday we would have like a workout practice. Wednesday, twice a day. Thursday, once a day. And then Friday we would normally play in the evening, but it was a pregame skate every Friday morning pretty much. So yeah, I mean Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, you were on the ice twice a day. Um, and then- when I played at that age in Elmira, yeah. Ontario, we practiced on Mondays and Wednesdays, and uh, <laughs> we didn't work out. And um, yeah. then we would play on Fridays and Sundays, and um, you'd play the game, go out for a couple beers and chicken wings after. Um, but yeah. we didn't we didn't work out, and uh, we had two practices a week. It was a pretty good time. That's and crazy. we were we That's were really good. We won it, right? And we were having a lot of fun. <laughs> That's obviously the formula. That you, do less. The games changed. The games changed. Let's just say yeah, training and stuff has really changed since I was a young buck coming up. For sure. Yeah. 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 No, we we got after it pretty pretty hard out there, and that's the thing. Like you go back to like those party stories. Like we didn't have time a lot. You know. You don't have time to like, party. Um, it's no, like, like uh, when you're in university at Western Michigan, it's like as soon as that season <laughs> would end and you get like that first week off, it's yeah. like we are going to go absolutely insane for a week. Yeah. yeah. So My that phone was, you is to kind blowing of... up in the middle of this. I just, 
don't understand. I don't think any it's of it's wife. important. Is it your wife? It's your wife, right? Some of it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a tenant, and said? also a tenant. That was the one I was curious about too. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, <laughs> where are we? Uh, gosh, I shouldn't have looked and, at my phone. Uh, yeah, we would practice practice a lot. It was a lot of a uh, lot of hours in the gym and on the ice in Sweden. And then, yeah, that's what happened to us is when then when we'd get to let her hair down, we would really let it down just because it had been a lot, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's important too as well. It's important to enjoy time with the with the boys. It, it is very important to come together off the ice as well as on it. 100%. Both of them are very important. I agree. You need to really know each other and care about each other before you can really do it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so you did make uh, Great Britain every year since you've been three years old. Um, so um, there would have been years you don't get much ice time, but then I did see like by the end of it, like your your world junior year, like under 20, you got nine points in five games, eh? So yep. you would have had a lot of different years through that, eh? Yeah, absolutely. It was, I, I it's always a privilege to play for GB, right? And had been lucky enough to, or, you know, honored to captain a lot of uh, the junior teams and be a part of a couple gold. I think uh, I think no, it was just the one gold medal one year in the twenties. Um, yeah, it was just it was unreal. It was going to different places, some some crazy places, Romania, Estonia. Uh, you know, in the in the lower divisions, you 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 see some you go to some uh, cool countries, some cool rinks. Hey, eh? what was what was any cool rinks stand out? <laughs> You know, Romania, Estonia, <laughs> Estonia. We played in their KHL ring, so it was. They, I think they, what, they. Had oh, that's that Barris Astana, or what? what? I think so. I can't. I'm not too sure. Um, I don't know if they still have a KHL team. Maybe I'm completely wrong in saying Maybe that. I'm I'm no idea, but it was. Even, yeah. It was like a you know a ten thousand seater arena. It was it was pretty cool, and there was actually quite a few people when we played Estonia. So Estonia, actually, was, what city is in Estonia? I don't know. I'm way off. What's Estonia? Uh, Tallinn. Tallinn. That's the name we of the town. Is Tallinn? Yeah, yeah. That's like I think that sounds the, like some uh, Game of capital. Thrones shit there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then Romania was an experience. Um, stray dogs everywhere like really it was yeah it was it was pretty crazy and the rink was extremely average (laughs) (laughs) i love those uh, rinks yeah no it was it but again were there fans though you gotta have fans when you're playing in rinks like that when you don't have fans playing in rinks like that it sucks there was a decent amount of of people that were only really when the home nation would play right so Mm -hmm. I mean, you got you got Korea and Great Britain going at it. You're not going to have any of the Romanians coming out. <laughs> Did you have but, any good uh, meals in those cool countries then? Because I haven't talked oh, to people that have been there. What did we eat in Estonia I think, or Romania? I'm not too sure. I that's a, that's probably a problem. As I wasn't, wasn't sure what I was eating. <laughs> yeah. I know the boys. The boys had some colorful toilet bowls when we were on those trips. <laughs> oh, did they bring the shotguns to the toilets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh i i remember in hungary we, i was in hungary one year as well um and they would give us this soup after every game and it was weird it had like bones in it and like 
I, oh, I was eating it and I'm like, I feel like I should be eating this. Like I should sieve it first before eating it. Right. I get all the chunks out. But mm, uh, okay. yeah, some, some colorful places. I'm actually. You're not like, making the me one, hungry. No, the place that I'm disappointed I missed, the, the tournament I was injured, the boys went to Majev in France, which is like a ski town. Really? Majev? Majev, yeah. Never and even I heard missed, of that. Yeah, I, I was I pulled I'd done something to my hip in Sweden, so don't, I don't don't get started in the fondue in France. My gosh, it'll make you round. It, I just remember seeing pictures and it looked unbelievable. Yeah, but, no, uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was the only one I missed, which is unfortunate because it sounded like the best the best place to go. So the last part of my notes for this part, then, and we'll move on, is. Um, 2014-15 which is my first season with the devils you guys are winning the gold medal where was that one that was in estonia you so, won the gold um, medal who'd you beat we beat uh, we you know what you you play five games in those tournaments and we won it after the four we, oh we, it's we, one of those you don't even get to play a yeah. final and it's just like who no. gets the most points what a bunch exactly. of baloney <laughs> yeah it was uh that so is the biggest bunch of horse manure ever. Seriously, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, let the kids play a final game and see who's the best. Grow up. I know, right? I know. What a joke. You, that uh, gold medal doesn't count. Didn't even win a final game. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. No, yeah, it was... Uh, Sorry, that just was, upsets me. That's fine. I understand, Wally. Don't worry about it. But um, no, your gold medal's cool. Do you still have it? Is yeah. it in your apartment? It's a, no, it's, in, uh, it's back home. Okay. Uh, back home at the parents' house. But yeah, no, we we beat, I think it was South Korea in the fourth game to to win the goal. So and then oh, we that'd be fun, eh? Yeah, it was it was it was fun. Like did you hit the town in Estonia? No, we didn't because we were literally told I was like sixteen at the time too, right? So I was mm. still uh young but yeah. um you have to but, dip, uh, dodge and dive to get into one at that age. Yeah, the boys, the boys were trying to go out, but literally, like they were so strict about. Yeah, you can't let sixteen-year-olds out of your sight at that. No, can't do that. Even even the older boys, like I don't think where we were staying in Estonia was the nicest area, and I think they had <laughs> the place to in, go out. Sixteen-year-olds. Yeah, they had some trouble uh, yeah. a couple years before with with something that went down so yeah we uh we were we were locked in pretty good <laughs> i could hotel. understand <laughs> oh that's funny stuff okay um moving on then is uh so we're out of <clears throat> sweden now you went there until you're 20-ish and then you did make the uh move to the jamestown rebels rebels and you did make mention that you were trying to get a scholarship so i would have thought the jamestown rebels is a step down from the swedish league yeah i mean i yeah it, it wasn't the hot it's a, it's a tough one that i don't know what happened there really it was it wasn't what i was expecting it to be um and you just weren't kind comfortable of, and then you just don't well play. i was i was ready to like yeah like try and get a scholarship out of that year and i i came off actually probably my worst year in sweden uh was my last year um we we made a coaching change in in sweden coming into my last year and i they can really affect shit yeah it affected some things i won't go into it but 
it, it wasn't the most enjoyable year on the ice and I was I was uh I was struggling with some things with the, I actually had a thing in my I got hit in my third year and uh I struggled with this thing called BPPV which uh, not many people know about it's it's basically where this basically stuff gets knocked loose in your ear and your then your equilibrium's off yeah you're completely dizzy so uh I actually How long does that go with, on for yeah, I struggled with that for about a year. So, uh, and you were playing and again, through that shit. Yeah, because I tried to get it treated when I was out in Sweden, and they didn't really know what it was, and it wasn't anything like dangerous that they that that's what they determined. And there were some games I would go into that last year, and I couldn't skate in a straight line. Like that almost sounds was, like playing concussed. Yeah, honestly, but it, it was it was brutal, and it went on for a whole year. So, um, um, can I, I, you know what, because so I don't forget, you know, cause yeah. I will forget if I don't bring it up when I think about it is, Hey yeah. folks, now that we're talking about like, not that this is like mental health, but that would have sucked. Um, is this Jersey in the background, my last Jersey ever of pro hockey, um, is up for raffle on my website, www.aleshockeytales.com. And, um, you can buy as many or as little tickets as you want, but think about it as you're donating to mental health. Even if you don't want my Jersey, I know it's not that cool to have my Jersey, but you could still donate to mental health by buying a ticket. So it's up for raffle at my website, www.aleshockeytales.com. Right. I'm going to enter that raffle. Do it. Buy a ticket, man. I haven't had I'm one hockey buy player buy a ticket yet. It's only been fans. <laughs> and I know it's all all the people that are listening to this are they're hockey guy or hockey players. That's who's listening. It's not the fans. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Nobody, none of yeah, them want so, my jersey. Uh, I get it. So think about it. Mental health, not about my jersey, okay? <laughs> for the cause. <laughs> Sorry. Peep. Yeah, no. Peep. B, what was it? BB? BPPV. It's basically vertigo. Um, oh, that's, I think, a, yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I really struggled with it for about a year. And it wasn't until I went home after the summer, after my last year in Sweden, when I was planning on getting out to the States, that I saw a specialist. So, were there games home. you just couldn't play? I tried to. <laughs> I know like, it that was one feeling. Of, yeah. It was, it was one of those where it was like, I, I brought this up to the trainer. I brought this up to the coach. I, I can't keep, I just have to get on with it. Like, yeah, yeah I can't, kind of, I can't not play longer. Right. It's time it, to play. Exactly. So, uh, but it was just, yeah, it was really, really tough. Like there were, and some days it was worse than others. Like I would, I remember one time in particular, like I got up in the morning and I was sick because I was that dizzy and nauseous. Like, and it was pretty scary, right? Because like I didn't know what it was. Um, yeah. So I was kind of dealing with that. For, and like, you're living in Sweden year. as a young man, like by by yeah. like with a buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was it was pretty pretty scary actually looking back on it. But I kind of was able to get it figured out by a specialist. He diagnosed me with what turned out to be this BPPV. Um, and all it is is like a couple simple maneuvers that you have to do. With your neck knock and it head, back in place knock it back into like the same like and i haven't had a you know knock on wood i haven't had a problem with it since so um yeah no that's what happened coming out of my last year so my confidence was was kind of knocked Shaky. a little bit i'd say yeah 
coming out of my last year and then going into the Jamestown, like had where's that? Like, where's Jamestown? Up, it's up upstate New York. So I was about an hour from Toronto. Um, and I don't want to be like disrespectful or anything, but like going from a, the city I was in in Orobro to upstate New York in a tiny not little a town. Not a rebro, a robro, a robro, a robro. Urubro. Huh? Is that good? Urubro. Urubro. Huh? Urubro. 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 That's a, when you speak in Swedish, that's about what you have to do. First time I've spoken Swedish today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Something new today on lunch hour. <laughs> <laughs> Add it to the resume. Back to the real world soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. That's cool. I never to, spoke Swedish. Coming into James, <laughs> Jamestown. Right. Coming, in, coming into Jamestown, it was like. Got to be more than an hour from Toronto, but that's okay. You don't have to have your geography hat on during this, but it's no, all I good. Think it, I think it was about an hour. Doubt it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, whatever you say. Who um, knows? It could have been. I doubt it, though. Maybe. I don't know. I've never lived there. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, didn't really, like, get on too well with the, the coach. Um so you're on, how does that happen though? Are you on the team before you come over or like, how does that yeah, work? So, well, that was, that was the first kind of weird thing was I was speaking with the coach all through the summer and it was like, obviously you only allowed four imports and I was under the impression that I was going to go there and be one of the four imports. And of course, like in any situation you have to prove yourself, but I got to, I got there and there was, like 45 kids there and there was 10 imports and i'm like okay like i've just moved across the world, world to do this to, to, to come and play here which was which is great and like something i was prepared to do i was jacked up for but but you're not showing like, me the love and they'd like did they didn't say anything to you when you get there or like no nothing and 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 from from day one really like the coach I don't know. I ended up making the team and, and being one of the four imports, but there was just so much politics involved with it all. And, and I didn't like, you know, didn't appreciate how things were run so much there. And, and then at this, like, I, I'd, I'd kind of gone through some stuff in my last year in Sweden with the coach and I kind of saw it happening again. So I wanted to, kind of so not how, be in so that situation how, yeah. two years no, running. I, I, so, you don't you don't want that at no. all so then how do you get out of there how does it work so i that was when i i reached out to todd um, so you reached out to him yeah 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 I, I i spoke to him um a couple years before i played with the gb men's against norway in cardiff like an exhibition game and he came up to me after the game in cardiff and just kind of said like I'm not here on the behalf of the uh, the devils. Like it wasn't him trying to like sign me or anything, but if you ever need anything or need any advice or whatever, like get, don't hesitate to get in touch. Like if I want some help with some connections in North America or whatever. And I just heard great things about Cardiff and uh, you know, I'd come off of a couple of years where I struggled with, and then I, I'm, I'd, 
like to think of a guy that I, I like to get on well with everyone and including my coaches and everything. And it wasn't, it sucks say, when like, you know, your coach doesn't like you. It's the worst feeling yeah, ever. It's, it's pretty bad. And, and, and it was, it wasn't Same almost, with a like, boss it, in the real world. Like if your boss didn't absolutely. like you, it would feel terrible. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't, it wasn't ideal. And I, and I'd had great things about Lordo and uh, yeah, I just, I made the decision that, I think it was going to be the best thing for me to, to come home and, and, and try and, and play in the elite league. Good decision. Yeah. I, I honestly, like what Lordo did for me, uh, the first two years, it was sleeping in for practice, much. just whatever, <laughs> just keep showing up. The don't, guy, get, not I a get, big deal. I get anxiety about that. Please, please don't. Uh, it was only once, maybe twice. Okay, you want do you want but, uh, okay, then I'll tell that worst story about myself to make you feel better, okay? Yeah, yeah, do it. I want to hear you it. You want to? Yeah. All right. I'm a very deep sleeper, okay? Can't yeah. wake up. Hard time with it. Growing up, bed wetter, okay? Seriously, all the time. <laughs> like every night. Couldn't wake yeah. up, couldn't do it. Could not wake up to pee. Um went on till like, you know, long time. Anyways, um, went to under 17 camp for team Ontario. My first time ever being around the best players, my age group, there's Jason Spezza there. There's Derek Roy. There's all these great players. And I'm like, Holy <laughs> shit. I'm just a little kid from Elmira. This is crazy. Then they make us do all these workouts. They work us like hard and I've never worked that hard. I didn't know you had to work that hard to play hockey. I just like playing hockey and it was fun. Um, so that yeah. night I'm really tired. I'm really, really tired and yeah. i fall asleep right and my parents have given me a shitty little alarm clock well i got a buddy that's supposed to knock on my door to make sure i'm awake in the dorms and yeah. uh and this guy uh <laughs> knocks on my door and then heads to practice and uh i literally sleep through practice like no. fir first 30 minutes of it i've pissed my bed and i'm like <laughs> wow, this, uh, this doesn't make me feel great about myself or my chances of making this squad. <laughs> um, so That's I get tough. to the rink and the coaches are mad at me for sleeping through practice. And I'm like, well, I had a buddy that is supposed to help me here. And that same kid, I think, ended up like actually making Team Ontario. And I think he was no like, way. oh yeah. And then Just after that, after that, that moment when he was my my room buddy that's supposed to make sure I'm awake for practice, they mm -hmm. named him the captain of our little squad in the, the little tournament. <laughs> and um and and they didn't like me anymore. <laughs> so there's my story, the okay? Foot. So you can sleep in. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, so it's actually a really funny story. The one the one time I <laughs> so again, like I said reds and would generally like knock on my door or you know as he was leaving he he left like a, normally a little bit earlier than 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 i did um so he he'd left already and i was up and awake i brushed my teeth i kind of i was ready to get after the day <laughs> you laid back <laughs> right down. so and i lay back down right? oh, uh, so i've switched i'm up for like i've switched all my alarms off um and uh, I lay back down on the bed and I obviously just drop off into like the deepest sleep. I wake up. So, and then like, next thing I know, I wake up and Luke Piggott, Pigsy, right, 
is stood in my room. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, like, turn around. I was like, I was like, what are you doing? I was like, I didn't know why he was in there. Right? I was so confused. I'm stark bollock naked in like stood up on my bed. Pigsy's in my room. I didn't no idea what was going on. He's he, like, is he one of the coaches at like, this point? Yeah, yeah, he was our assistant coach. He was like, we're on the ice in half an hour. <laughs> so big, big props to Pigsy for coming and getting me. Otherwise, I don't know what would have happened. But that's the last time I've, I've, I slept in. Like, that was enough. So Pigsy for... came and got you. And, like, you never, like, so did Lordo find out? Lordo found out, yeah. Lordo found out. He pulled me into the office after after practice and said, look, like, it's obviously not ideal, but he was understanding. He knew a little that... different than the under seventeen coaches that told me it was all my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that named no, the other I mean, guy captain. <laughs> he he obviously said like, you know, can't happen again. Can't happen again. But he was he was good about it. To be fair, I respect that. Yeah, no, it's all interesting because like being late for practice as a pro hockey player and like in the real world, oh, yeah. there's people that are late for work like 10, 15 minutes, right? It's a whole different thing, right? People yeah. like yeah, for aren't sure. losing their minds. Um, yeah. A lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, and I don't want to give oh, any of that worst. to you, okay? So just relax. It's the worst feeling. You're going to be it's on time. Feeling. Don't worry about it. Just go to sleep. <laughs> good tonight okay that's the nice thing about living in town too because i know i have to get up and drive to the rink right so like before i would just walk over the road so like what's the difference (laughs) well i just i just find it it's i don't know it's it's, you can't lay back down if you have to drive what if you have to walk you can still lay back down (laughs) (laughs) well it's it's you're further away right so it makes you get up (laughs) sure (laughs) okay so then you head back to the Devils and you guys make you swing a deal then with Lordo and then you're a devil and you're in the elite league instead of in junior hockey in the US, which is way harder than that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah 100%. I think uh, I, I feel like I, I adapted fairly well, like being like uh, or playing against men and I feel like I've always played like pretty, like a, quite a mature game anyway. So I loved it from from the word go like i love the the pressure of it the the kind of expectation you have on yourself to win and yeah i couldn't say anything bad about the organization they've looked after me so well they look after everyone so well i mean you know you know that you know i, I do it's um they have such a high standard of of what they want guys to bring every day and you know as soon as as soon as you come here i i understood it pretty early on that the expectation is to win right so um yeah it's uh yeah no but they provide you with everything you need to do that right exactly so uh they don't give you any excuses there's a lot of teams in europe that have lots of excuses as to why they're losing like in cardiff it's you know like we've given you what you need like go out and do it but like yeah, there's weird spots in Europe, man. Like a former Potter, Dan Seaman, okay? He mm-hmm. just got let go in Austria, in Linz. So they're one of the mm-hmm. smallest budget teams in Austria. He's a great coach. I want a gold helmet with him. He just got mm-hmm. let go. Their last game, they played with five imports against a team with 10 imports. And you're telling me, firing the coach who you're paying however much money, 
firing mm-hmm. him and then paying another coach more money is better than giving a fucking player to that coach. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously. seriously, give the coach players and then they oh, can yeah. win. If you don't give Absolutely. them players, what do you want him to do? Yep. And that's, that's again, coming back to Cardiff is you said it exactly right. There's no excuses here not to win. Like there's no, you know, they, they, they take every, they have, they take so much pride in, in doing things the right way and giving guys the best opportunity to succeed that there isn't any excuse. Wow. Yeah. And like, yeah, my history obviously is <clears throat> quite a bit with them, but like, the way they took care of me after I hurt my knee with like a young family and, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh huh. Okay. So, anyways, um, first year you guys win the playoffs. Yeah. Um, what are that you was, playing? Uh, like fourth line wing. Um, I actually I was playing. I got bumped up the lineup. Towards the end of the year, I was playing on the third line with with Almer and uh, and Livingston. So we had, uh, yeah, we we had a really good team that year. We were going at it against Belfast all year. I think we. So do you know this? You know the That's story. That's the about story that. where they win it at when you guys lose in Coventry oh, and they're at the rewards. Yeah. I know the story. I we yeah. uh okay. But you guys yeah, still won was, the playoffs after that. Then that's good. We won. We won the playoffs, which was nice, but. Uh, little redemption yeah, just, though right like yeah at least you did sure, that sure. at least you yeah. did that and it was it was such a tough way to lose you know that i think it kind of helped us in that in that playoff kind of weekend we that 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 taste if you guys would have really won the league it might have been a, like you guys might have been you know just not yeah. quite having it for the playoffs for sure so yeah i mean that, that first year pro like you know, I felt like I my trust that Lordo's trust in me kind of on the ice grew and grew and had a little bit more responsibility. He was playing decent minutes towards the end of the year, and uh, it was yeah, no, I loved it. I loved it. I loved working. What with a Lordo. season A from starting in the U.S. in junior to winning the playoff yeah. title in Cardiff and almost winning the league oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah, and then staying. I like and playing third line. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was it was a pretty good experience. Um, loved it, loved every minute of it. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, Todd's a smart guy, though, and you know he would have seen something in that game. And uh, you know, you're captain everywhere you go, you're assistant captain <laughs> wherever you go. It's interesting stuff here. Um, moving on, <laughs> second second year with the Devils. Um, you guys were about to win it again right or you didn't win it mm-hmm. before but you were about to win it and then that's when COVID happens right and that's yep. when i come over that was the year i come over that was um, yeah. and i actually that's the one part i remember of you you can well, i don't know why i remember this but yep. we, i was late coming to the bar afterwards because i got tied up talking to people at the rink but then i go into that place wherever it is downtown and you guys are all there and then I see you hanging out with like Dixon and Riley. And I'm like, Oh yeah. I'm like, huh, this young Brit's fitting in with those two guys. And I, you could just tell those two were like the leaders of the team. Right. And you're like, Oh yeah. And then I talk to them and like, they're talking about like how the games change in old school. And I'm like, well, these guys get it. And then I'm like, wow, yeah. I really, I really like, 
I like these guys. And then you're hanging out with them. I'm like, huh, this little Brit's hanging out with these guys, eh? He must get it too. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. I do yeah, remember that, though. That was uh, that would have been brew house probably. That's a uh, that's a good little. Spot. I got there for like last call, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> but then yeah, we hit Chippy Lane, a... so it's all good, right? Oh, you've always got to end up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that that group we had that year was was special. We, it's such a shame we we didn't get to finish it off. Um, yeah. You know, we had such a good group. I I still feel really kind of, kind of sad about about that how that all happened um and not I, getting I to have that. your night with the guys like what you deserve to have right like exactly that, and i do and even like i don't people can say whatever they want when people are saying like oh you got to give them the trophy you got to give them that well it doesn't mean shit now the no, only reason no. you do all that is to have the night with each other and and like Absolutely. we did this like we just worked Absolutely. eight months for this and we just did this like they can put your little trophy up on it and the research team can find it now but that is totally doesn't matter because nope. what matters nope. is is getting to do it with the guys and and all being together afterwards right for sure and that was that was one thing like you work all year yeah for for that moment and we were literally i believe we were going to do it you know we had a, a nice there, little cushion no there and, and like yeah. we were we were geared up like we knew what we had to do. If it meant winning it with five games or four, three games to go, we were doing it. Like it was, it was just so frustrating. And when the leadership had, group you guys had and like all those guys, yeah. like there was and no way we you guys it, were going to lose the next, whatever it was, six games, whatever was no, left. Exactly. And, like, and the, after losing it, how we did the year before, like on regulation wins, like we, we, we had that in our mind all year. And uh, to then have it, and then like you away, said, like yeah. like like you said, with we didn't want to get given the trophy like that, like that no. that doesn't count. Like we we wanted to earn it and play for it, battle for it. But uh, yeah, but at the same time, you can't odds what what happened in terms of like yeah. it was a pandemic, right? And you have to <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, everyone's health and. Is, yeah. is is much more important than than it just than all stinks stuff. but so let's move it on then. Stink. let's move on then positive podcast because during covid there's a lot of hockey players that didn't play hockey but you got to deal with the segel torps hockey etten <laughs> yeah yeah so did you know somebody in sweden that got you that deal is that that same agent or what are the no. torps? so uh they how my, do you say that in uh, swedish segel torp Siegeltorp. <laughs> Ogletorp. <laughs> Is it like Ogie? <laughs> Ogie, Ogie, Ogletorp. Siegeltorp. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I never even thought of that. Until you Anyways, that. I didn't either till now. But so second <laughs> Swedish league, um, that's a really good league. And personally, oh. I think this is your best season of pro hockey. You can say what you want about that. Yeah, it was. It's actually the third league. Stop it. I thought that hockey yeah. was the second one. No, Al Svenskin's the second one. Oh, God. Hey, you can tell people I get so the second co- one. There you go. Well, you did really people. good, man. <laughs> no, but Shoot, still, like, research that. teams off again. Al Svenskin, gosh <laughs> darn it. I just, yeah, I remember Etten from some other I sh- parts of my I past. Just, I forget what it I was I should have just gone with it. 
like, yeah, no words. Like, yeah. <laughs> so Segeltorps, um, that's why I've never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a time in my life I was trying to get to the second league in Sweden. Um, there um after germany and i knew all the teams yeah. and i had never heard of the cycle torp so now it makes no, sense no so what what, so where, was, what town's that that's the town it's in stockholm it's in stockholm oh. yeah it's like a suburb in stockholm kind of thing um, you're in a big city in sweden then eh? yeah i was about half an hour from the city center so it was but to be honest with covid and everything it, everything was kind of shut down and it was just hockey for a year um and it was good, right? Like that, you, you joke of like, it's the third league, but there's some serious talent out there mm-hmm. through through the leagues. Like Sweden, it's a, it's Swedish a, hockey. Yeah, like it's the third league. Yeah, it's not, it's going to be and, for real. And like our average, our average age of the team was like 20, 21. Oh, so you it's guys like would just super... be buzzing around. Gosh, you guys oh, would be was... exhausting. Ugh. It was actually kind of an adjustment going from Cardiff, like where the level was better, but like it was, it was way all more, more structured, structured and guys are older and they're just, and... they know where to be. And, and exactly, then you get whereas... around the young punks that are just giving her. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, even for me, I, I like to kind of play a kind of older game. Well, like, but like at the same time, like you're an old soul, Samuel. but like it was yeah it was an adjustment going back to sweden after being like playing more of a north american style too in cardiff um going back to that kind of you know keep keep the puck away from the other teams do not dump the puck right (laughs) i'd rather you circle back around behind your net than chip it in (laughs) so uh no but i loved it it was it and again, like I had limited minutes my first two years in Cardiff, right? So yeah, and it, you had to play a my, bigger role. I had like yeah, I, I I played you know some special teams, and I was in kind of a top six role. And we weren't we didn't have the best uh, team record, but we had a really good group of boys. Um, yeah, that's the thing in Division One. The teams that have a lot of money will be that's what it used to be and, called for the research team, Division One. Division one, yeah. So uh, it, uh, but like the team I was I was at didn't have a whole lot of money to spend, so we we struggled in terms of like the standings. But it was such a good opportunity for me to play. But as long years. as they all understand where they're supposed to be in the standings, and everybody's like not getting too wound up about the whole exactly. thing, it's when people exactly. have unrealistic expectations for like a bad team. You're yeah. like, well, what do you want from us, right? Like, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So that was they. They had a pretty good grasp of that. So, no, I loved it there. So, do you got PP PK? Like you were playing a pretty big role then, eh? Yeah, I was playing a, like a lot of PK, and then I was on the PP kind of first half of the year. So, uh, like bits, I was kind of I was the guy that they would take off and then put back on. And take yeah, off. yeah. Well, I got an <laughs> I got another question for it. You. You're the guy that would do anything for the team. I understand. Next question. Yeah. Um. I had, oh, because this was just my random brain. This isn't on the notes. Is um, mm-hmm. music difference in a Swedish locker room compared to um, like the UK or Canadians? There's a lot of a lot of dance music in Sweden. A lot of it, right? House music. A lot of housey, dancey music and less country. I don't like that at all. That is not my thing. 
Yeah, so it gives uh, me a headache. I'm not sure how to play hockey with house music on. Exactly. You know? We need we we need some nice calm and chill out. Tunes. You gotta get into the groove, right? Yeah, let it you flow. know. But it's like less. it's like me when I listen to a podcast with my son, and um, it's like my birthday to or birthday present to myself for my 38th birthday is to have that memory with him and his buddy. And then, like, you know, you put the headset on after listening to that episode and you, like, listen to levitating, right? And you just start feeling the groove. And then, you know, you just, you just, you just hit the streets around here and just dance, right? <laughs> you should see me at night. If the neighbors could see me at night walking around the streets, just dancing around, like, <laughs> just issues. Who is this? Who is this creep? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. Okay. Moving on. We're almost done, folks. I got to get back to the real world. Uh, same year, EIHL series with the Coventry Blaze. You had to stay in a yeah. hotel forever, and you did like an all-British with like some imports. I was so confused about the whole thing. Yeah. I didn't understand. Yeah, there was uh, that was an experience. We, I mean, because I actually ended up being in a hotel for like over two months because I went from there to Latvia, right, with, with GB, so oh dear it was yeah it was it was crazy like but it was like it was good like i came home early from sweden they again they were really understanding about like the team in sweden because i it was kind of an opportunity for me because they were going to pick the national team pretty much from this elite series right so they kind of understood in sweden that if i i wanted to make the national team we were playing in that top division um and we you know uh, this was my so you had to leave to sweden to go do that i left sweden with one game to go yeah to, but you you made gb play. so it was worth it exactly so and they were really understanding um you know my team in sweden and uh and there are great. teams that wouldn't be right yeah a lot of teams that wouldn't be so uh i was really thankful for that and then yeah the, the elite series was was great i think being in a hotel for a month there was was kind of was kind of tough, but it was just good to have hockey back in the UK again after almost a year. With was nothing, there inter team right? mingling or no? No, no, it was pretty much just you'd only just, play hockey against guys. each other, but you couldn't see each other in the hotel. Yeah, I mean, you'd see each other in passing and stuff, and you know, I'd give each other like a nod and like, yeah, hey, yeah, what's up? Battle. Yeah, get back crush, get I'm gonna back. crush, gonna crush you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I, I was playing against like Batchy, right? Batchy was in Manchester. Oh, yeah, I, I was oh, in yeah. Coventry, I was just like, <laughs> give him a look over there. It's over always the way more fun playing run. hockey against your buddies. I just yeah, find it hilarious. way, way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious it is yeah so that's um, when i start butt ending people is when i play my buddies right like if it's just a <laughs> random i'm like well i'm not gonna really bother but if it's your buddy why, why not give him one of the ribs right <laughs> absolutely absolutely okay. yeah no so it was it was good it was intense and then but, and then i obviously it was it was uh it was great to make that gb team out of it and play in that tournament was was unreal yeah. So then, uh, I guess then at the end of that, you uh, it's now this season, and you mm -hmm. guys are just getting into it, hot and heavy here, and uh, mm -hmm. everything's new. Same town, Todd, oh, yeah. Katrina, and all them are still there, but 
it's all new, right? You guys gotta, oh yeah, gotta feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, give it up. It's yep. hockey time, right? It's hockey time, absolutely. <laughs> Sanka, yeah, gotta kiss your lucky egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear, that's too good. Okay, that's too good. yeah, I better get back to work. My brain better flip over back to real world quick here. I can't, I can't believe you're balancing these two lifestyles. <sighs> brain can get tired sometimes the nights that aren't podcast nights i can go to bed pretty early <laughs> do you know what i've got a vision in my head right now of you like in a in a working suit at your desk on like zoom calls and then just zip <laughs> out comes the out comes the two two ales and hockey tails with wally well if you're wondering i do have my superheat sweater right here <laughs> so yes go superheat go two ales and hockey tails that thing gets shared and you've got that on underneath. And, and you know, what's awesome is like, they, they, uh, they trust me to get my job done and everything I need to do. And you know what? I'm a salary worker and I took my lunch to talk to you. And I don't think that's I an issue because that. I, because I'm going to get the job done. Everything will be done by the end of Friday. Don't worry, Absolutely. folks. We can handle it all. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And no, seriously, but good luck this weekend. I hope you guys start crushing it. And, um, you know, maybe if you guys need, like need to do like what my U11 team does and like, say you win the next game, like if you got to get down on all fours and twerk like Evan, go for it, buddy. <laughs> if that's going to bring the boys together, get down on all fours Absolutely. and twerk it out, right? I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that with you. You might get weekend. some other guys on the team to join in. That's what happened for Evan. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And this no, has that's been awesome, Wally. another episode. I'm just kidding. No, seriously, thank you for coming on. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Okay, man. Well, uh, good luck this weekend. And uh, if you got to twerk, twerk it up, okay? And this has yeah. been another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Dougie and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on the two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott, because I'm a girl.